here, we've got blogger and influencer Lenny Izquierdo in to discuss which resolutions to make if you're inspired to find love. We'll also share our own New Year's resolutions, and we'll talk about the hottest things in fashion for 2019. While we sip on our nightcap, pop it like it's hot tonight on It's Complicated. You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. Hello, Master Daters, and Happy New Year. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm not Jen. Still. still. It's 2019, so still not Jen. No. Um, and I love, though, that we had a listener named Moore who actually yeah. addressed you as not Jen via social media. It's because I'm not Jen. Right. I actually thought about changing it today and being not Lauren. Oh, then what would I have done? You'd I be Lauren. Have to be Lauren. Or you would just also be not Jen. Because we're not each other. Oh, we're not. Oh, that, yeah. We could. Well, we could try that out. But I just i am not ready to jump out of the race of not Jen. <laughs> I'm still in the not Jen race. I love it. We should make shirts that are Jen and not Jen. Not Jen and not Jen. Like, like you know the shirts are like, I'm with stupid. Right. Or yeah. like thing one and thing two. Yeah, those are, yeah. Okay. Jen well, and not Jen is so much better. They, uh, obviously. But nothing's better than who our guest today, because we're really, really pumped um, to kick the new year off with Lenny Izquierdo. So we have her, and she is a blogger and an influencer, and we have her in to discuss how to make resolutions if you're inspired to find love. If you're not, then great. But if you are, some people, this is the thing. Some people are just okay and great being single and living in it. Some of these resolutions can work for you if you're just trying to, like, love yourself and all that. But if you're, like, actually seeking out to, like, be in a committed relationship or that's one of your resolutions, we're going to give you some tips about how to form these resolutions in order to get to finding love potentially in 2019. It also might help you heighten the love you already have. Or that. Exactly. Exactly. For all of the complications that come with dating and relationships. Um, We're going to talk about our resolutions as well. And we are going to discuss the trending fashion um, pieces to look out for to make you feel extra hot when you're out on your date or being single or with your man or woman or whatever you're doing. Or dog. Lenny is going to (laughs) help us kind of decipher like how to use some of these trends are a little I don't know if I can get on board with it but we're going to make them happen for you in real life Mm -hmm. and as we mentioned guys so Lenny is a fashion lifestyle and travel influencer and blogger she was born in Guatemala and now lives in sunny Los Angeles she wants to inspire others through not only her styles but her life experiences which is just what she's going to do here today You guys, something you might not know is that Lenny grew up in the foster care system, and she just kept moving from foster home to foster home until she put herself through college, which is so admirable and amazing and just proves that you, you know, it doesn't really matter, like, where you come from. If you have a goal and you want to get there, you could probably make it happen. Everybody's story is different, so we think that's exciting that she's very inspirational and Because of her upbringing, she doesn't want her blog posts and Instagram page to be all about the pretty pictures. It's like it's very real. And she wants to bring meaningful content to her readers and her followers. And in fall of 2019, she will be launching a small clothing brand that will support foster youth. So look out for that. It's very exciting. I love when people give back. 
Oh, it's yeah, my favorite. No, it's the, I mean, and that's that's what you want when you're, you know, following somebody and you like, you know, they inspire you like Lenny does for so many people. Like, it's some what in return can you get besides the connection and all the other things? It's like, how can you then do the things that Lenny's doing in your own way? Well, I also think like influencer life now is like a whole different world of like, it's a different industry, basically. And the fact that a lot of people just post pretty photos and they don't really yeah. do anything with their platform and they're famous for, like, I'm not really sure, maybe just filters. But yeah, and, like, pretty clothes and right. stuff. And, like, living in L.A. is a really nice backdrop. So congrats for living in a place. Right. But um, the fact that someone like Lenny can give back through what she's doing, like, she actually uses her platform for good versus yeah. evil. Um, it's or really just inspiring. nothing, like, right. or just being there. Which I mean, great, cute pictures, and Lenny has a bunch of cute pictures too. But also other things. Exactly. Yeah. So we love Lenny. Yes, and it's cute that her Instagram handle is it's love, love Lenny. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into everything, guys, it's time for our nightcap. Yes, pop it like it's hot. It's the new Champagne. year. It's yeah. the new year, and obviously this is our first show of the new year, and we're coming in hot to discuss you know, all of our resolutions and things. We have to drink the champs. And we found it fitting to pop the cork as we pop into the new year. Yeah. And With a bang of inspiration and love. And also, I drank, like, most of mine already. I know. I, you're thirsty or something. I just, it's, you know, I'm tie tie. Are you? Or is it because you have news? And you're still cheersing to yourself? Oh! <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I do have some news. I got engaged! Ah! <laughs> It's weird to say still. I know, it's weird. It's so weird. It's weird. And people say, like, oh, is it... D-? Or, I mean, not to me, personally, but, you know, people have asked, like, in the world, is it different? Does it feel different? It does actually feel different. And what does I, it feel For like? me, because it feels like everything now feels permanent. Like... I wanted to marry James and I wanted to be with him and all of that. And the thought about having kids with him and being with him for the rest of my life, like that was all thoughts in my head. But now that's like this step, this milestone has occurred, like it feels official. Like now it's like, whoa, that is like this. This is real. Like this is happening. This is going to be is what it is. It's not bad, but it just feels more permanent i guess even though it didn't not before it's not like i was like mm, well until he puts a ring on it i just don't know if i'm really in it like, <laughs> yeah living together wasn't really that just either like <laughs> i guess it just made it that much more official and more permanent i guess and it's like setting the wheels in motion for yeah. like those like more serious things to come I because guess. now i can say it out loud like when we get married now right. i can like say it you're not just a crazy girl that's just, like hoping like, for it. in my head so that all happened um we went back to the place that we had our first date at which we talked about on this show yep. three years ago when i said it's the best first date i've ever been on in my life because it was literally three years ago because you yes. went out right after new year's yes so it was tomorrow actually it's three years amazing so i didn't even think about that till right now but it, this ha- it just happened so um he took me to our first date place to the table that we sat at because it was like a very specific table um and then it was kind of in like a private area so there wasn't a lot of people around we ate dinner and then he gave me this fortune cookie fortune that he opened up a year ago at a dinner and it said like stop searching forever happiness is next to you something to that effect and he said he'd been wanting to give it to me and then he stood up out of his chair and everything went black (laughs) that's what everyone says about engagements or he doesn't even really remember although he wasn't nervous and then it and then i was very nervous and like shaky and emotional but it wasn't until like 10 minutes later that the emotion set in and i just cried like wept 
it was just, I don't know, he was probably like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you t- now questioning things? It was just a lot of emotion that finally set in. And then we had a New Year's party. Um, so we rang in the New Year's with all of our friends Including at our me. place and Jen. And it was mellow but fun. And it was a pajama party because, like, it's cold. It is cold. For and LA. also, like... It's just like you after the holidays, like you're so lazy. Like, do you really want to go yeah. get like I'm just like winding down, and then all of a sudden I get dressed again. Yeah, and, and like I feel like a house party. I mean, unless it's like a fancy house, which we do not have, then it's like weird to be all fancy and like. No, uh, I, I could have gone dressed. I mean, up we to could that. have, but I'm just like it's. I'm like holiday fooded and like just put on some comfy clothes and like do this stuff. Well, we did it and it was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. And also, you were an emotional person that day, but I was also emotional the day you got engaged because I had to keep the secret from she you. She knew. I knew um at our show where we had Sean Breathwaite on. Yes. And I had to keep it from you cuz James called me on my way here and was like What's this about your podcast? Now you're pre-recording another one. The next day, that's the day. It was the day. Yeah, it was like his plans for the engagement were not working with our podcast schedule. (laughs) And he didn't know that. And when he found out that we had a podcast on the night he wanted to propose, he called Jen like, what the fuck, Jen? And I was like, I'll make it happen so fast. (laughs) And then I sat by my phone like a crazy person waiting for you you to text me. Like right away. I think you were the first person I texted. I had honestly, I was like falling asleep. I was like, why hasn't it happened yet? But also it did. But then I, I, and then also it happened in like 10 minutes after it happened and I cried a bunch. Then I said, does Jen that was like the first it wasn't does my mom and dad know well obviously they knew James had told me I would be the third person to know but that's not true he meant like third being he would know you would know and then I would know but obviously your mom dad all the people knew you were like the yeah but Mm -hmm. I was close enough to we'll just say I was the third person yes it was Um, well actually I knew before you you did know. So that me. makes me happy again. Okay, good. Yeah. Can I say, guys, the ol- I only have one issue with this engagement, what? and that's that no guy will ever be able to get a ring as nice as Lauren Leonella. Why don't you show everybody? It's I mean, so nice. I don't know how to... I, I'm sh- I think I can zoom in if you... Uh, okay. Wait, I'm oh, going to try this. Should I just hold it, everyone that's listening? Hold it. Cut to Lauren, or cut to Jen for a sec. Let me see if I can do this real quick. Jen, say something. Hi. <laughs> here I am. Oh, you know what? Post I'm it on, less excited. It's on Instagram, guys. Go to yeah. Lauren's Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Go to my Instagram. Oh, Jeff, why don't you bring up her Instagram? Oh, <laughs> duh. Obviously. It's there. He did a very good job. Lynn Hill in the Bay Area, who is my aunt, designed it and made it with him. And she knew what I wanted because I sent her pictures of diamonds for my whole entire life. So yeah, she so was like, she was and the second he called, she was like, I got it. And he was like, no, no, no. But I want to be part of it. She's like, no, no. I got it. <laughs> I don't fucking need you. Let me just make it. Anyway, it was a thing. I hope that you're part of my ring one day. Like, get it made for me. Yeah, I will. Because he needs help, whoever he is. Yeah, he will. It's a thing. I'm meeting him this year, though. So we, that's Yeah, we that's did. We, we got it covered. Um, but real quick, also, I mean, who cares what happened to me? Nothing, really. But um, more importantly about you and your engagement, <laughs> thank God that that happened. Because that solidifies that one of us, at least on this show, is an expert in finding love and keeping it. I mean... <laughs> It's still a challenge. There are still things that happen. But yeah, I mean, I do really feel like this is like forever. I can't ever imagine. There's just no, it's going to, yeah. This is amazing. And you are a testament to working on yourself because you do that and you make a point to do it. You do all the work and we talk about it. And so that's why this show, especially that we're starting the new year off with your engagement and your advice too for how to find love and be inspired to find love and all of the things. Constantly, changing. Lauren did it. She is a 
testament to doing the things. That it's real You're and proof. that could happen. Exactly. So she's an expert. I'm just here to talk to her. No. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, Come on now. I'm just here to drink. Yeah. Oh, and oh, I am too. Thank God. Well, I decided you're the straight man and I'm the funny man. Oh, okay. But I don't really say a whole lot of interesting things. I just say funny things. I am the straight man. Right. It's true. I'm so boring sometimes. No, but you actually inspire and educate people. I'm just here to talk about nonsense. No, that's not true at all. You <laughs> have, okay. I have, I have a lot of fun. Um, well, we had fun on New Year's Eve, so. We did. You fell asleep, though. I watched it. 1230. I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, Lauren, you're going to there sleep. Was a if Lauren's going to sleep, I'm going home. There was a blankie and a couch, and that's goodbye. People, though, were still partying around you. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't even. Didn't matter. Nope. And you were in jammies, so, like, who cares? I was like, duh. Duh. It was gonna, I was gonna go down so fast. It's okay. Well, I spent New Year's Day, by the way, the only thing that really matters is a me day. It was, like, super me day. Yeah, you did a good thing. Which I think is gonna go into what we are gonna talk about that inspires the inspirational resolutions to help you find love. Like, a lot of the stuff you did is very much like... Totally. Even though it's not what you think. It's not like, uh, go on a dating app for an hour a day. It's none of this. It's very different than that. Exactly. And guys, we're going to introduce you to our guest because it's time. She's inspired and hopes to inspire you guys today. She also has been in love and has a lot to say about that. So welcome to the studio, Lenny Izquierdo. Hi. Hi, Hi guys. Thank you for having me. Of I'm course. so excited to be here. We are so excited to have you. It's like so perfect for the new year to like just toast it off and talk about all of our resolutions. I just, we love, you really, really are so inspiring and we feel like that's what you need to come from when the new year starts. Like a very inspirational, self-reflective place. Your Instagram is so inspirational. You always post great quotes and things. So we're just going to dive right in because one of the things that we think, like when people make resolutions and we say you're inspired to find love, what we really probably like think is the best thing to do is make resolutions for yourself that make you the best version of yourself so that you radiate love and will attract the best version of somebody else. You don't want to be in a shitty place and attract a shitty person. Exactly. Or you want what you will. Yeah, you will do that, right? Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm all about right now. But was there an inspiring moment that possibly opened you up to that? I mean, your life is full of inspirational moments, but in this current more topical moment. Yeah, you were in a relationship for quite some time. I was, which I'm so excited to actually talk about it um, because it, I haven't really been open about it. But yes, I was in a relationship for eight years wow. with Steve. Um, he's amazing. He's literally like the dream guy that you could ever dream about. Um, I met him when I was 17, so I was so young. I was I was a baby, and I was in foster care, so I was literally moving from home to home when I met him. Um, I had just moved into a new home at that point, um, like a week before I met him. So I was, my life was all over the place. I didn't know how to love. I didn't know whether I could get attached to someone, let alone a guy. So he came at the right time. Like Mm -hmm. I needed to have him in my life at that moment. Um, He's my best friend. He still is. um, He's definitely my person. But when you date someone for so long and, you know, me being so little and, you know, not kind of trying to, I was still trying to find who I was and like my place in the world and everything. um, I kind of dependent on him so much and he became my rock so everything I did everything I needed to do in life like he was always there for me so I think um in like end of August and September beginning of September um I went to a yeah Mexico trip uh with Telemundo and that was like a big deal for me because it was working with a big company and I was by myself I went with a few influencers uh guys and girls and I was just alone. And just being out there alone made me feel like there was – it was like a different side of me. And I could do so much more and I felt like I was 
we're keeping each other from growing um, because he was my rock and then I kind of was his rock as well. I feel like we needed to have this break to figure things out on our own. Um, so then when I came back from the trip, I, I, I talked to him and, you know, it was a, one of the toughest situations, it was toughest situations, toughest conversation I have ever had with anyone. Um, and I told him, I, 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 you know, we were engaged. So it was like, not oh even, my God, yeah, we were engaged. Yeah. So we were engaged. Uh, we got engaged in February, 2017. So we we're engaged. Uh, we're living together. We had been living together for like five years at this point. We have a dog together, uh, which is like our son. Uh, um, so it was a hard, uh, really hard conversation to have. But I knew that I needed, I felt it in my gut, I felt it in my heart that I needed to, like, break this engagement off. Um, he needed to grow on his own, and I needed to do the same thing. Um, but it was hard, but I did it. And I think that's one of the hardest things for us to do, especially girls, because we're always on our feelings. Um, like, and make- we're trying to take care of people all the time, yeah. too, so we feel bad. Exactly. Well, and we don't want to make the wrong choice. And I think that that's the biggest fear most people have. But I will subscribe to, if it's meant to be, you know, it will come back. But... I think it's a really big thing, especially in L.A., like the fear of letting go of something you know you have, like you're secure in, for the unknown is terrifying. Oh, my God. But, I mean, I feel like you have done a lot of that your whole life, you know, like weaving where you were born and where you came from and, like, constantly moving from home to home. Like, you've been able to adapt to things and have to face fears constantly probably so although I'm sure it was very scary and a new sort of fear like you still knew that you were equipped to be able to like roll with the punches even though it's like devastating exactly and I feel like that's exactly what I felt like as the whole process was going I was like I can do this like I've been homeless I've been from home to home I can do this this is just like a break um and I did and you know we we talked and I think for the first time he like really understood like okay I get it like I need to let you go I need to keep growing myself like he quit his job to be my full-time photographer so you know he became my life um and we became one person which i don't think that's healthy in a relationship yeah. i think you definitely have to be two individual persons and then be together as together but i think he became me like i i um kind of took the light out of him of what he was because it was all it all became all about lenny like what does lenny need to do for her job what does right. where does lenny need to travel to i'll be there and when you took this trip to mexico you felt like you were being an individual and yeah. you could see it yeah. finally like oh wait this is what could happen and it wasn't just a decision for you it was for him too exactly yeah so that was my like moment your um, turning point my turning point for me to see that and then i noticed that he had let go a lot of his stuff, like his dreams and stuff to be, you know, to be in law enforcement, you know, all that stuff for me. So I felt selfish because I felt like, okay, what if we, you know, get married in two years and we divorce, things happen. And he just gave up like all his, tw- he's 28. So like all his 20s for me. So I realized like I'm, I need to stop being selfish and I need to let him go because I feel like I'm going to grow more if I do that. So that, you know, we, I broke off the engagement, um, in October, uh, mm-hmm. no, in September, um, which was hard because we still live together and that was the most- how did you what okay so this is a probably a very common situation for people that can't just move out right away like we live in a city it's expensive to live here so expensive like, at this point you can't just be like uh okay we're broken up i have to move out now like even if you could afford to do it like you got to find a place that's open like it takes time Can, what did you do in the in between time it was extremely hard because um for me, I, like, wanted to experience life. So, like, we broke up. I broke up with, you know, we broke up in September by, like, 
two, three days after I was dating already, which is way too fast for me Wait, to but do. But also, why did you want to like start dating so quickly? Were you just like, it's the relationship I don't want, or you wanted a new relationship, or you didn't want to be alone? I didn't want to be alone, which was the wrong reason why I was dating. Um, and I made a lot of mistakes in the whole month, because I, did I, did, I went on like six dates in a month, which to me, that was a lot. Yeah. Um, That's a week for me. <laughs> But like right out of a relationship, right. I mean, you just yeah. went in hard. But you didn't realize that you—that's what it was that you wanted to be. You just felt like you thought you were ready. Yeah, I thought okay. I was ready. Uh, you know, I started seeing this guy who we became extremely close, and I was like, oh, I like I like this guy a lot. Like it's different than you know my ex, and it's it's perfect. But I went in thinking I wanted a relationship. I went in with that mentality that mm. okay, I want to live, I want to grow up, I want to you know explore life. But I'm not that person. I'm not. You know, I haven't. He was my Steve was my first boyfriend, so I'm not used to dating. I'm not used to the new 2018, 2019 dating world. Yeah. So I went in dating this guy, and he wasn't ready. And I wanted to be like in a relationship, like official, and like I don't want you to talk to other girls. I'm not going to talk to other guys, which I kind of was. Um, so I wasn't really giving him his like place in my life. Um, and I right away, like two weeks after, I realized like, hey, okay, this is like unhealthy. So then I started dating other people, like you know, like being open. Um, but even that was hard because I was doing it because I was lonely. Mm -hmm. So there were times that I dated, um, you know, certain guys and they were like, okay, I'll plan a whole day for you. And, you know, they would do like a museum night or a picnic and it was super sweet. And then I would just forget that I like I had planned it. So then I would have to text and be like, I'm so sorry. Like I have work today or, you know, I have a meeting tonight. And then he would, they would get so mad at me. They were like, you're just playing with my feelings. And I felt like I don't want to do that. So then it wasn't intentional. You just wasn't. were not in the place like, yeah. mentally. Yeah. I was just doing it when I would like get lonely. When I get lonely late at night, when Steve wasn't home because we still lived together, so he would go on dates and I would be home alone. And like, he was dating too. He yeah. was dating too. How yeah, crazy. so it was hard because. But you know what though? That is hard. But at least it wasn't one of you dating. Like you were home being sad, and he was going on dates or vice versa. Because then you would. I mean, did you have a conversation about it though? Like, we hey, did. okay, we're both gonna start dating. We did, and I think that's what helped a lot because we're. He's literally, like, my best friend. So we tell each other everything. So when I broke up with him, I told him, I want to grow into my own self. I want you to grow into your own self. Um, let's date other people. I think that would be the good And was he okay with that? He wasn't at first. He was like, but why do you need to date other people to figure out what you want in life? And I was like, I think because I haven't done it. Like, I'm, yeah, I was 17 when I met you. Like, yeah. you were my first and everything. Like, first real love, first real kiss, first everything. I was like, I need to, like, live life a little. And then he understood up afterwards and he didn't date until like two weeks after we broke up i went in like but that's two still days i mean that's still quick <laughs> but it sounds like you guys maybe in the back of your mind may or at least for you you can't speak for him may have been toying with the thought of this potentially for a few months yeah so it, it didn't just happen out of the blue no. you obviously gave it some thought you right. gave it some thought, and so it's kind of like the – not totally, but it's kind of like one foot out the door already. So when the conversation already happened, there was some mental disconnection. That's yeah. why you were able to date so fast, and him too, because, listen, even – I mean, he is his own person. He obviously dated very quickly as well, so it sounds like both of you were sort of – thinking about what life might be like. I mean, he was 20 and you were 17. Yeah. That's very young. And both of you are in a major city and have a lot of exposure. And and how was it for you? That must have been hard because your fan base and the everyone that follows you and that you inspire watched you two come together. You weren't together when you started. Then you became a partnership together and everyone sort of liked watching his view of you, taking the pictures of you, it came from his eyes. Like, how then did you feel that was going to affect your 
followers and your fans. Yeah, and like, your- how do you go through a breakup so publicly? Yeah, and it was hard. It was really hard. Um, I didn't make it official or public to anyone till um, the beginning of December. Oh, so wow. we actually didn't, like, talk about it for, like, or talk to anyone about it for, like, a few months. Since For about three months, two months. Um, and it was hard because I started blogging uh, with him. So he became my photographer. He became my travel buddy. He became, like, he's really funny without even trying to be funny. So, like, all my followers would love, you know, they love seeing me. But they love seeing him, too. And Bruno. And they would always, like, I would do videos. And they would always be interrupting my videos. And, you know, he's super goofy. So he became such a big part of them, mm-hmm. you know, as much as, uh, important to them as much as I am important to them. So it was really hard. And that was one thing that I didn't want to talk about it. But I also didn't want it to, like, hide it from them. Because they support me, they love me, they you know watch my stories, they comment on my views, they shop and things. And somebody's that I shop. going through it too. Yeah, exactly. And I wanted to really like, and I think what started when I was like, okay, I need to make it official was that um, he was dating girls on social media, <gasps> right? Like his friends. And he, uh, there was one night, one night that he went on a date, and then some girl told him like you're not broken up with Lenny. Like, you know, you're still dating Lenny because I still post him like as a friend, like as a best friend. And he's like, you're still dating Lenny. He was like, no, we're broken up. He's like, you're a liar. So I never wanted that to happen. I never wanted anyone to look at him as a bad person because it was my decision. Um, He's not a bad person at all. Like he never cheated. He never, like, I never felt insecure around him with him or anywhere. Um, So I never wanted anyone to have a bad look on him. So that was when I was like, okay, I need to make it official. Not really for me. I don't know if I'm ready to make it official, but mainly for him, for no want to like look at him in a bad way that's nice that's um, very thoughtful very and that's thoughtful. like actual love that's because when love. you care about yeah. somebody else and their reputation and how they're viewed you're putting them first and it's like you said that you weren't even necessarily ready to put that out there and yeah. also like what do you do do you have like a video montage like what do yeah you, how did you, you do it like what well, do you a lot of people were like a lot of my friends were like do a little video you know it was around the same time that another big influencer um i don't know her name but they they're blo- they're youtubers and they broke up and they've been a video of you know they still love each other but they both need to grow and they were like do that but i hate video like i hate talking on camera i hate talking <laughs> i was like i'm not gonna do that um so i just did a post like simple post of you know like for the first time i did it nonchalant like you know talking about what i'm looking forward in december that i'm starting my year in december i'm like growing i'm planting seeds for the new year to come and then i put it for the first time in eight years i'm single and then i wrote uh, i got tons of dms about like wait what happened like yeah. wait. but a lot of my followers already expected it because i got a lot of them were saying like oh i thought you were dating someone else and like i would pose my friends so i you know i would pose a good friend of mine that i have that andy and then they were like are you dating him are you dating him like why mm-hmm. they would ask me questions and stuff or i posted another guy him yeah another guy another friend that you know rob and they were like are you dating him so like every person that i posted they would always ask that so they kind of had an idea um, so I didn't respond to any of the DMs. I, I read them, but I didn't respond. And then I did another post on my story saying, like, thank you guys for the love and the support that you guys are giving me. Um, respect our privacy. Like, Steve and I are, you know, going through something right now. You know, we're not together. We, you know, called it off. Um, but we love you guys. And I know he means a lot to you guys. So, like, I really needed to tell you guys what's going on. But give me a little bit of time. I'll, like, disclose more as I, you know, as I go sure. and I'm ready. And then I'm ready right now. So I'm sure a lot of them are eager to, like, listen to all of this. Um <laughs> Because they've been asking so many questions. Yeah, what questions. do you want to say? Like, what do you, I mean, you explained it all. I feel like you just said a lot, but is there something that you've been like waiting to say? Is there something that you feel like you really want to tell them? Like, in, or what you learned yeah. even from this yeah. whole thing that will inspire, you know, your audience? Um, I definitely learned a lot. I think what I learned, and I'm still learning, you know, like I'm going to have so much to learn, but I think the first thing that I learned through this breakup was that as soon as you don't see yourself, 
in a relationship or fr- even friendships. That could be with anything. The minute that you're no longer growing, and for me, growth is a big part of my life, of where I came from, where I'm at right now. Um, don't be afraid to let go of it. Like, if it's meant to be, it's going to be meant to be. Like, I always think of Miley and, and, and Miley Cyrus and Liam, Liam. right? Yeah. They're married now. Two, so they're married. Ten years. years later. She went through the whole phase of, like, two years of being extremely crazy. Right. Um, I'm not saying I want to be like that, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> you need time apart sometimes sure. from friendships, from family, from love, anything. If it's meant to be, it's going to happen. Um, if it's not, then at least you had a beautiful relation. That's how I think of Steve. It's like, if we're meant to be, we'll get back together. He'll do his growth. I'll do my growth. If we're meant to be, we'll be back together in a few years. Or if we're not he gave me the best eight years that I could ever mm-hmm. ask for he showed me what true love was he showed me what I need to look in a, in a man now um you know as part as far as love goes and like respect and you know like loyalty and you know putting me first and all that stuff so I think what I learned is don't be afraid to walk away from something that doesn't benefit you anymore as long as even if it's hurtful, even if you're going to go in through, like, you know, you're going to be really lonely. Like, I'm, I was lonely for the holidays. And that was hard for me because, you know, the holidays are a big deal because I was always lonely for, you know, when I was in foster care. So for the past eight years, I was with him and he always made it special. And this Christmas Eve, I was alone with the girlfriend. Um, but it wasn't, it's not the same. It's like not the same love, right? Yeah. So I learned that, you know, you need to be okay with walking away from things, even if it, you know, it hurts. It scares you. Just, yeah. If yeah. it scares you, if it's going to be painful, the pain is going to make you grow. Um, and, that's the most beautiful thing that I've experienced right now. Like from three months ago when I broke up with him to now, I've grown so much. I've learned a lot about myself, things that I need to deal with that, you know, maybe happened when I was in foster care that I never really I like talked about it. I was just going to say, you yeah. must have been dealing with some, yeah. So. yeah. And also, was he the, like the longest relationship that you, like most successful, lengthy relationship you've had? Because if you did in bounce life. Up, right. If you bounced around from house to house and family to family, then he became your family. Yeah, he, he yeah. became my everything. Like he Ugh. still, he was my everything to me. Um, and yeah, he was the longest. Like before him, I dated like high school kids, a month, two months, like yeah. nothing serious. Um, but he was definitely like my first love, my first everything. He became my family. Like holidays, I was with him. Um, you know, when I was like, I went through this phase where I was like homeless. I didn't really know where to live before I went into college. Like for a month, I was like didn't have a place to stay. Um, and we had only been dating for, like, less than a year. I moved in with him and his brother. Um, you know, they opened their home to me. And then I went to college. And, you know, they kick you out for winter break. And, you know, Where did um, you go? Christmas. Yeah. I was with him all the mm-hmm. time. So he became my family. So it was hard to let go of that aspect of it, um, like, the family feeling of it. But I knew that um, I needed to do it. Like, at 20. And it's been 10 years since I entered foster care when I was 15. So it was exactly 10 years ago. And I think he patched up. He, like, stayed. He patched up um, a few of my wounds that I had, and I never took care of them. Like, I never really fully healed from it. So I realized that now um, it's a year for me to grow. It's a year for me to fully heal myself um, alone with no one, with no relationship. That's why I'm, like, not really dating right now. Like, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I like that, yeah. Um, Because I need to heal myself first. So no dating apps for you then? No, I'm not on any dating apps. My friends was like, you need to make a... a, a she know, doesn't a- need that. She's like, people will just <laughs> slip into her DMs. Right. She can just weed they out have. from there. Yeah. yeah, someone just asked me, um, I hope they don't watch this, but someone just asked me for, to a Lakers game. They're like, oh, let's go to the Lakers game. And I was like, uh, no, I'm okay. Thank you. I don't like watch. I don't really like 
you know, sports. I don't watch them. But yeah, they, a lot of people keep messaging You're going to get some offers, I'm sure. But I think that you, sounds like your head's in the right spot. You dated a, a little bit and you know now like why you did what you did and you've got like a good head on your shoulders about it. It's hard to self-reflect sometimes when there's a lot of layers there. And, it, and the I fact think- that you're pushing yourself to actually do it and dive in and face the hard stuff is actually quite admirable. And, and again, not, why people should be inspired and not, by you. Dr- exactly. And not drowning in someone else. You know what I mean? Like, okay, well, I'm just going to put all of this onto this other person and it's easy to do that because the feeling of loneliness is a great feeling for everybody and especially for you because there's a lot of depth under that feeling. It's not just like, oh, I don't want to be alone. There's like for Lenny, it's on another level. Absolutely. And And so you know what? I think this is a really good time to talk about some things that we can do or our audience can do for this new year to inspire like create a situation of love, whether it's bringing it in or heightening love that already exists, love yourself. So we're going to rattle off some New Year's resolutions that everyone at home and we can also, um, you know, put into place for this next year. Um, And then also talk about some of our own resolutions, because obviously I've got a fucking list. Oh, my God. You always have a list. So, (laughs) okay. So the first one, resolve to take time during every week to date yourself. Whatever that looks like for you, it's basically me time. Like, it, you know, I wanted to get my nails done. I want to go to this yoga class that I really like. Like, and make it, like, put it in your calendar and, like, make it a thing. Absolutely. That don't just tell yourself, like, I'm going to do this, oh, because I don't have anybody to, like, answer to, then it's fine. Like, actually, give, make yourself answer to yourself. It's like, actually what I did yesterday, what we were talking about earlier, is that I was invited to, like, spend the day with a guy who I did New Year's with. Um, but I said, to, I have a lot of things I need to do today. Like, maybe we'll, like, we should do something later in the day, but I have things I need to do. One of them was go to yoga. The other one was to set intentions and, like, spend time with myself. I have, like, a ritual kit. I brought it out. I lit the candle, brought out the crystals, did the whole thing for me that makes sense. Spent time, like, not distracted with my phone, with, like, Things that I think keep you from actually thinking about the hard stuff and focusing. No distractions. Exactly. No distractions. Then I took a bath. Then I, like, relaxed and watched some movies, made some dinner, like, even had a glass of champagne to cheers to the new year. Like, I made it a me day where I, like, dove in headfirst into intentions of the new year. You celebrated. You don't need someone to celebrate with, you know. I celebrated my future. And I loved it. Every minute of it. 2019 started off real well. In fact, a random Indian man approached me from the street and told me all these things are going to happen. And I was like, hello, Indian man. Happy New Year to you, too. Hmm. He was very wise. I think he knew what was up. I think he did. So anyway, that happened yesterday. Um, Also, we I love this one. This next one. I love this one so much. We're resolving to put out old flames. So you are actually already doing that. You put out your old flame. Um, We posted an Instagram post, I think, what was it, yesterday? 2019. The guy from the past writes you, hey, and you write, no. 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 I don't have time for that nonsense. Gots to go. Onward and upward. You don't even have to be, like, rude about her. No, just like, no. Lenny's <laughs> obviously very mature about her situation. He, you know, Steve's great. We, we, he's my person still. We love him. All of that. Like, it just recognize that when something is done and it is not serving you, do not keep going back to it. If you do, totally cool. Just know, like, you're going to keep getting the same fucking shit over and over again. It's the definition of insanity, complain to all of us when you're like, why am I in the same place I was from 2017? Because you keep sailing on this ship in a circle. Like, shake it up a little bit. Go do something that scares you. Like, hello, we've got a great example right in front of us. It's done way more scary things than just, like, breaking (laughs) up with somebody. You know what I mean? So, I love the put out old flames. Like, and, and listen, it... 
put them out because sometimes like all you need is just some time and space and then like revisit a thought about it. But like give yourself a second. You know, listen, people say that like, oh, it's just another day. It's just like the the new year is like not what everyone makes it out to be where there's this fresh start. I personally think it is a fresh start. It's a reset. You literally can clear everything out that you don't want anymore because you're past the holidays, which was super busy. Basically, you did spend time apart from most people because you're with your family and doing all those other things. So now you choose what you want in your life and what you don't. Yeah. So old flames be gone. Goodbye. Goodbye. The next one. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Be open-minded. Resolve to be open-minded, especially if you're on dating apps. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're not and you're in the real world, great. But just try to take off the judgy eyes out of your skull. Stop. You (laughs) don't. You just don't know. Like, Lenny, you're with someone for eight years. Like, you'd be surprised about who you might let enter into your life now. Definitely. And I think that happened for me right after Steve. I dated this guy who was like, oh, that's really different. And And it felt okay? It um, It felt okay. And then it got to the point where it wasn't okay. And so I made a decision to be like, okay, no, we're better off as friends. Um, And I let him know. Like, okay, I think we're better off as friends. So I think, yeah, definitely, like, being open-minded but open-minded enough where, like, if it makes you feel uncomfortable and if it's no longer, like, you know, your cup of tea, then you let them know, like, you know, we're not we're not really working out. And be okay with that. Um, yeah. So that definitely did a lot of that. I, I think that's good, though, because I think you get so set in thinking, I want this thing, I want... And you, even on a dating app, right, like, you look at a picture or you see a job and just be careful not to put any past things onto somebody else oh i had a bad experience with someone who worked in this industry or someone who had a kid or so whatever like you it's every situation is different and take the new year as a idea to start a new idea like okay it's a fresh start this person's a different person than that person don't put place my judgment onto other situations that are totally new and totally isolated from my past exactly Exactly. and like you said Resolve to shake it up. If yes. you've never been on a dating app, now go on a dating app. Or maybe potentially ask your friends, which one do I like? And start slowly. Like, okay, if you one day at some point want to go on a dating app, you don't have to go on 10. You can go on one and one. say like, yeah. okay, I'm going to you know, walk before I run. And probably you'd have a super cute profile because you have <laughs> oh, great yeah. photos <laughs> and like, yeah. all the things. Um, and then also the other thing is get out in the real world. Like do things that... You if haven't done before. Yeah, like if you're on dating apps and it's not working for you and it's annoying you, don't let that poison your feeling of dating. Just take a break from them and like go do something. Go out. Put the phone down. Exactly. exactly. I think that's a big deal. Because for me, for the dates that I went on, like one of them had hosted an event that I attended. Um, and we clicked very well. Um, and then another one, I was um, walking Bruno. And he, like, approached me and kind of creepy, but it was <laughs> sweet. And then we exchanged numbers and it, we hit it off. Um, and now we're really cool friends. So it's like putting yourself out there is good, too, because you get to meet them one-on-one. And, like, you know, it can create a good relationships or friendships even right. then. For you sure. never know. For sure. Next um, one. You know, this is a good one. And you need to resolve to practice gratitude. Absolutely. I think um, people don't do this enough. It's hard. It, it, honestly, it's so simple, but you don't even realize, like, when you're thankful and you say it out loud and you change your brain from just focusing on the negative things and you think, like, this good thing happened and I'm so grateful for it. Like, the, I often think, like, when I'm exercising, when it sucks and it's hard and I can barely do it, I think to myself – 
my body can do this right now. And one day it's not going to be able to do it. And so I try to be grateful in the moment of pain of like, this sucks or whatever. Like that's something that I try to do. But I mean, in general, I think it's a good thing to think about like everything that I'm thankful for, very, very easy little day-to-day things that you just shouldn't take for granted. And when you do that, you're in the mindset of like bringing more things like that into your life. You get in that pattern of focusing on the good. And just appreciate what you do have versus, I mean, it's so easy and people love, like misery loves company where you you get together with your friends and like, they're like, what's going on with you? And you just rattle off all the negative, but like, and that's okay to vent too. Right. But at the same time, like you don't really hear people saying like, I've got all this good stuff going on. Like maybe because people feel embarrassed to like say that to someone else, like it it feels like bragging, but if anything, brag to yourself. So like um, what the one thing I do every night before I go to sleep, unless I pass that out because I'm so tired or drunk or drunk, um, is recite my like thank yous I like run through my list so one of them is the fact that like I have a whole new year ahead of me I could find all the love and stuff so and I have an appointment with Sean Breathwaite our favorite astrologer and he's gonna tell me what's coming so yeah. I'm gonna be thankful for that too <laughs> I think and and Lenny I feel like you in a in your situation there's been a lot of ups and downs in your life like you've always been able to remain grateful which is yeah and and positive and inspirational. Yeah, I think, like, when I talk about my life experience, they always um, ask me, like, why are you so positive? Why are you so, like, lovey-dovey? Why are you, like, you're so sweet? Yeah, like, what do you do? You what do you lighting t- you. Yeah, what you're do you not, tell like, yourself? slinging things no, on the street. No, what do you tell yourself then um, that other people can maybe repeat as a mantra or something? Yeah, no, to, I have a tattoo on my back, and a lot of people don't know that I have it, but I, I have, you never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have left. Ooh, and I always I like told that. myself that, and that comes with anything, and I think just knowing how, like, you're, and that comes with dating, too, and I've realized that right now, it's, like, my worth. Like, I'm not going to date someone that's below me, and I'm not saying, like, drop-wise or financial, no, like, who they are as a person, um, because I'm lonely. And I always told myself that, like, I'm going through a lot of stuff right now, but I'm not going to settle for less. I know I have a a potential. All of us have potential in us, right? It's just a matter of, like, taking it out and, like, running with it. Um, And I did that every every day that I was in foster care. I did it when I was homeless. I did it when, you know, foster moms would tell, or foster homes would tell me, like, we can't have you here anymore. You have to go to the next one. I always told myself that, like, I'm not going to settle for whatever I'm at right now. I'm not going to settle to be homeless. I need to put myself through college. A lot of people ask me, like, why'd you go to college? Did you want better yourself and i was like i just didn't want to be homeless for four years i wanted to have a place Wait, to sleep you for four years. You, listen you could have found a sugar daddy and they could you know what i'm saying <laughs> or like you, you could have sold drugs or been a stripper you done, that's just what, my whatever listen if you did that's that that's the worst that's in my fine. eyes i mean selling drugs is illegal <laughs> being a stripper is not and hey listen but it's good for them but cute. i'm just saying you found like a pretty awesome path there could have been some other things that could have happened that may not have been as awesome but yeah. like you chose this very specific thing for you because I probably because you're an inspirational person you want to inspire others I would imagine yeah I think it was like the inner me telling me like you got this you got this girl like don't give up you can do it the right way yeah you can do it the right way and I think um I ran with that I ran with that feeling and um like I didn't let anything around me bother me. I didn't let anything around me like like being grateful. I always like even when I had you know I'm so into clothes now because I had no clothes. I had a black trash bag and I had maybe like two three pairs of jeans and a few tops that I would you know rotate when I was in school in high school and like no one knew. A lot of people from high school they'll message me now. And they're like Lenny, you're doing so amazing. I'm so proud of you. And they're like I never knew you were in foster care because I never showed it. Yeah. I always had like a good happy face all the time because if I made someone else happy. I would feel somewhat happy at that moment. 
Um, but that's why I'm so into clothes because I didn't have clothes. So now clothes became when I was able to have enough money to buy clothes. Um, and I started working in the fashion industry. It gave me like a boost of confidence that I knew I had, but I just couldn't really work with it because um, I had no clothes. So it, you know, just pushing. I think for me it was my inner self, pushing myself to yeah. be better. I, I knew I was destined for something bigger. Like I knew that all the struggles were not going to just. And did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no. Or destroy you. Like, there's no reason when you... There are opportunities. You just have to work the system. There is a way... It it might not be the thing you want first. Like, okay, for instance, college. There are uh, community colleges. There's any... You can do school. Yeah, any... I mean... And then you can transfer, but, like... Are you going to necessarily go to Harvard first? Probably not. Like, who's who can afford that anymore? I don't even know. But But still, I mean, the fact that... Yeah. The fact that you even, like, put yourself into school... And then you took that and you got a job and you did all these things. I think you knew that there was a path and you were going to just figure it out. Yeah. There's and nothing Having faith you. in yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Having faith in myself. But even now, like this whole like breakup and stuff, um, I'm the one that moved out of the home. I let him keep the apartment because it was my decision to break it up. I didn't want to completely like make his life upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the one that was from like my friend's couch to couch to couch. And then I finally have a place to stay now for about a few months. Um, and then I'm going to get my own apartment. Like I, f- cause I knew I could figure it out. Yeah. I knew that I've done this once I can do it again. I'm actually an adult now. I have a job. I have a steady income. Like it's not where I'm just upside down. Um, so just, you have it in you. All of us have it in us. You it's just, just search and find have, it. Yeah, yeah. We just have to pull it out and, and not I, be afraid. Yeah. Not be afraid. And I think when like the, like a lot of people, love focusing on the process of pain right like you focus on like oh this hurts so much i'm lonely like the breakup hurts um i tend to look at the end result like okay i'm going through this pain and it's really hurtful and i feel so lonely and i want to reach out to certain people certain guys that are not really good for me i think of the end result like okay i need to just work it out work through this and then the end result is going to be me being healed the end result is going to be you know either getting back with steve because we're both fully there yet fully where we want to be or i'm going to find an amazing guy because i'm ready because i gave myself the time to heal and now I have a, I have more to provide for this guy than you know just being jumping into yeah, something. Yeah, just jumping and, yeah, into something because I'm lonely. Who yeah. On the other side of pain <sighs> is happiness. Yeah, always. exactly. Always. always. Okay. Before we get into that, is like way beyond your years. By the way, yeah, way <laughs> beyond <laughs> your years. But like, you also had to grow up quickly, so very, yeah, that benefits you. But, I mean, listen, for the some people. Haul spiral down into something else when they're pressured to do something you obviously didn't buckle under pressure that's amazing um before we get into some quick fashion things we're gonna go over some of our own resolutions my main one is to single task for 20 minutes a day i do too many things at once had a doctor tell me like i'm stressed out concentrate on one thing at a time so for like 20 minutes a day i'm gonna try to like only do one thing at a time love i'm i like multitasking i think it's great but like just relax. Take a deep breath. It will Single all get task. done. Yeah. Single it will task. all get done. Yeah. Um, and I think that makes sense to focus and be present, too. Yeah. It really bundles it all in yeah, nicely. It does. It does. Um, my main thing for this year is, well, two things. One is to say no to other things and people and yes to me um, and put myself first. And obviously, we talked about self-love and self-care and all of that. And I think yesterday was a really good example of that. Like, I knew what I needed and I chose that over anything else, despite, like, in my heart of hearts or, like, my mind thinking, like, you have to start the new year with, like, a relationship and strolling and going to the beach and having brunch and all these things. I'm like, no, actually, what I need is me. Yeah, I need good. me right now. Yeah. And if I don't do this, I don't feel like I will start the year off in the mindset that I actually would hope for myself. So I made a point to do that. Also quality over quantity. I think the things and like you're saying, like even doing 
for one task for 20 minutes. Do something well, whether it's friendships, love, yourself, whatever it is, do that one thing well. And you don't need a million friends. You don't need a million jobs and a million projects. You just need, like, the right ones and Focus. to do those exact things to the best of your ability because then you'll thrive. I agree. Thanks. Lenny, what do you feel like is your – you probably have a lot of resolutions. I have a lot. <laughs> one, like, really prominent Impactful. one. Yeah. yeah. I think the main one for me right now is self-love. Yeah. Um, loving myself. I went on a whole, like, dates because I didn't – I wanted someone else to love me. Um, I needed that love from, you know, a person or a guy. And I think for me right now is just love myself. I learn how to be alone by myself, like take myself on dates. Like I've never gone to the movies by myself and I really want to go. Um, like Steve used to pump gas all the time and now I pump gas. Um, go I to the gym. I love that. It's so simple though. <laughs> yeah. Go to the gym. Do my own laundry. Like he used to do my own cooking. He cooks, he used to cook for us all the time. So I've been kind of starving uh, or eating like <laughs> not so good. Um, cook, you know, for myself. Like do all the things that require me to, uh, you know, like take care of me and um, be grateful while you're doing it. Like I'm so yes. grateful I can be cooking myself this meal, or like I have the money to be pumping this gas. Exactly. Or, yeah. Um. So just doing things on my own without having like I'm not dating, but I'm hanging out with guy friends. I'm hanging out with girlfriends. I'm like you know someone invited me to a meditation class. I'm open for it. Um. You know I'm open to anything that anyone invites me if I have the time. Um. And I think if it's gonna benefit me, like the Lakers game, no, not so much. Um, but also taking the time to love myself and learn how to grow and like he- the healing process and like the loving process that I need to do a lot of, which I thought I was like really good about myself, like loving myself, but I learned that I'm not. So just doing that main thing. And I think if I do that, then, you know, the right guy will come or I the agree. dating guy will also, come. Also, when you're in a relationship for that long of time, like you, God, it's so hard well, to you, like, you lose sight of like your interests versus their interests. And like, well, you said you guys like became one, one person. person. Right. That's and so now you get to decide what you actually like or don't like and what you do want to spend your time doing. Like, for instance, the fact that you said no to a Lakers game, like, a lot of people would probably say yes because they're like, well, that's a cool thing to do. And then I could post a photo from it and like whatever. But like, you're like, that doesn't benefit my life. Yeah, I won't and really enjoy it. Like the meditation class, I was like, yes, like I'm all about that. Um, I got invited to a yoga class and I said, yes, like hiking. And I'm, and hey, I'm, I invited you to yoga. You did, which you did we still have come. to do. No, we still have to do it. <laughs> okay, good. Well, we'll go together. Yes. Um, and so obviously you're super fashionable and. And I love the story of like, I didn't have clothes before and now yeah. I do. And I love that. I love, I think love. that's so beautiful and inspiring so that's why we need to inspire people right now to feel their hottest going into 2019 whether it be on dates or for whatever for the reason is yeah whatever it is everyone needs to do them but we need to talk about some of the trends and what people can expect to wear or should maybe try for size maybe they don't know that they're gonna look hot in it like you're wearing some snakeskin boots and yes. i don't know that i could pull that off but i might try now because sexy you did snakeskin is a thing that is one of the fashion trends that we're going to talk about so like if someone doesn't want to wear like a boot what could they do because that is really sexy and it's still neutral very neutral i actually was a po- like i did not like uh animal print i thought it was like tacky and like not very pretty um i didn't like it but i went to europe and a lot of people were wearing it and i was like okay i need to give it a try and you know it was during the whole breakup so i was like i need to be more open-minded about things so i bought myself these boots and i love them and i wear them all the time like every day almost every day i I wear them um but yeah if they don't want to wear boots which is a huge statement um they they can wear heels i've worn little heels with them um or little like snake print heels and or a belt i have a belt that's the same yeah, I have a belt that's the same, same print from Sara's. Um, and I wear it all the time, all black or with white jeans and a black top and black heels. Like you can mix and match it. Um, I have a little 
Um, like fanny pack. That's a print, like cheetah print as well. And I imagine wear that. those are back in style now. Yeah, it's just that. a touch. Like basically, you're saying right. if you're not ready to put on a whole boot, which is still very cute, just a pop to like liven up your black color scheme. Yes, make you feel a little sexy because it's animal it, print is sex could be it sexy. It makes you feel sexy, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, just adding something to it. Like I have, um, or even a little scarf. Like I love wearing a little scarf. So when like my outfit is a little bit boring or it's I'm just kind of on the go, but I still want to look stylish, I'll put on. A little scarf, so you it's can, like flare. Yeah, you can do a little like snake print scarf or frost yourself. Cheetah. Yeah, <laughs> and then that. it'll look perfect. Oh okay, how do you feel about tie dye? No, I can't get with that. I can't eat I can't. I'm sorry, it the 70s happened and it, goodbye. It reminds me of like fifth grade when I would do them by myself, like, you know. Or like camp. When you yeah, would make like the tie-dye at camp. Yeah, it's I can't like too casual. That. I mean, I guess if you're like wearing a tank top over like maybe a bathing suit on 4th of July, like, okay. That's the but only time. For the re- I, can't, it's, I can't do it, but it's a trend. I don't know. I'm not down with that one. Okay, what Ugh. about, okay, cargo pants. They're coming back. I feel like it's like a bulky thing on the part of my body that is already bulky and I'm not doing that. But like how would you even can you get on board with it? That I can't. I'm really small, which a lot of my followers think I'm actually really tall, but I'm not. I'm five one. Um five three if I'm wearing heels. Um but and I, five seven if you have a good angle. Yeah. Good angle. <laughs> yes, good angle five seven. But I cannot get on board with that. Just because I'm so petite. Like yeah. I'm a it little, could be a body type thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it definitely is a body type. Like I'm I'm a little curvy but I look curvier because I'm so small. Um, so I've tried it and it just makes my butt look like a diaper. And <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't like I'm just kind of drowning in the pants. So I can't do it. Be realistic. I think too, like About something your body looks head. cute on, you know, some supermodel or whatever not that we're not i'm just saying like be realistic about your height or what makes you feel good if cargo pants don't make you feel good don't, don't okay don't. let's do one more what do you think jen puffy sleeves yeah i love puffy like, sleeves. sorry like those like romy and michelle sleeves i don't know why i said that but, but like them. it could be a shoulder pad like Zhivago, the Zhivago dresses okay fine or it could be like you know the 80s just uh, a puffy sleeve or like a statement shoulder Definitely on board with that. I did that actually when I was in Europe. I did a shoot with that. And yeah, I think it's just all about how you style it. So if that's like a statement, you have to kind of go down with the jeans and the top. Like you can't, like that's a biggest statement. I usually try really good on that. I'm really good at that. It's if like this. So I, when I bring it down a notch with like white pants and a black top or a black, you know, blazer. Um, so if you're going to wear that, make sure that your pants are either black or blue or subtle. So uh, make not, one focal point. If right. you got some one crazy statement. shoulders, try to be like a solid color. If you got some boots and a fanny pack like try not to be wearing a whole bunch of red lipstick yes, and a whole don't bunch wear of it shit all yeah. one time yeah. yeah less is more with one statement pop piece exactly i love, love that oh my god Lenny, you, thank you sh- yeah. so much for joining us no thank you for having me i had such a good time oh, we're, we're so, so glad, glad that you could share your story with everyone and remind everyone where they can find you to see what you're up to in 2019 yes love lenny double n double y Awesome. And guys, don't forget to tune in next week for our guest, Bruna, who uh, has that amazing account, Problems with Dating, and she is an author and all of the things. And don't forget to follow us at a complicated show. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meds. And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden on all the social meds. And we will see you guys next week. Love you long on time. time. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.